Hello and welcome to a new episode of Museums Up, a series of podcasts from the Reinherit Project, a smart tool that provides you with current issues related to cultural heritage management, digital innovation, and sustainability in museums. The Reinherit Project is funded from the European Union's Horizon 2020 Research and Innovation Programme under Grant Agreement No. 101-004-545. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. This is Jaime Lopez from Art de Sostenible, and you are listening to a new episode of Museums App, a series of podcasts from the Reinherit Project. The digital toolbox for museums, the right tool for the right purpose, is the title of this new episode. And to talk about this topic, I have invited Dr. Sandro De Bono, museum thinker, speaker, and consultant specialized in museum change management. He's also an educator, training and mentoring a new generation of museum and cultural heritage professionals for the 21st century cultural institutions. Hi, Sandro, and welcome to Museum SAP. Hi, welcome. How much digital content should a 21st century museum consider to feature? And uh, there is a risk of distracting from the uniqueness of the artifacts on display? There is actually no hard and fast rule how much digital content should the 21st century museum consider. It all depends on the context. It all depends on the public, on the museum public that acknowledges that museum as a place to visit, as a place to go, as a place to discover, or as a place where to find inspiration. If digital is necessary for your public, then go for it. Obviously, there is always the challenge of trying to bridge the digital with the physical. Sometimes we think that the digital distracts or the digital might take uh, over from the original artifact, but there are also digital experiences that are authentic. The sound of a person speaking from the past, the sound of, of a landscape, um, which refers to a particular painting or a particular object or any other material culture. It's all about how we use digital to make it relevant and to complement the object as an interpretation tool. Digital, be it visual, sound, and the broader multisensorial experience can be a very useful tool to interpret and make more accessible cultural heritage. If digital is a tool, then how can we use this tool? I think it, it is very important that we understand the purpose as to why we need to use, to use digital. I think that there are at least five possible scenarios that we can consider when using digital uh, in meaningful ways. When using digital that makes sense for our publics and which our publics can also use uh, to, to get inspired to access cultural heritage and to learn more about our experience, the experience that we are that we are providing for them. There is the almost obvious uh, relationship between digital and physical, which would be the physical experience with a token digital content. We can give a good example of that by referring to a basic website, for example. Uh, many museums, uh, practically all museums, 
not all of them, but most of them have websites online. And if they don't have websites, sometimes we'll, they are obviously understood as, as if they, are, they don't even uh, have a presence. They don't even exist because the first thing that we do when we're looking up information is to go online. So website is very important. Obviously, the content and what we put in that website is uh, makes all the difference. At the other end of the spectrum of this of these five possible scenarios, there is the digital, complete digital experience with a token physical presence. Um, there are museums that are completely in the digital, but which would obviously have the need for a physical space where they can where they can uh, operate. The museum of of sound uh, for example is one is one example uh, of this of this type of of uh, of uh, relationship in between these two these two examples we can mention at least three others there is a, a digital what we call a digital relationship between uh, physical and digital where the digital is an extension of the physical space for example um, a virtual tour. A virtual tour is essentially a copy-paste of the physical experience. We can also mention another possibility which would refer to digital as an extension of the physical, something that is done uh, away from the physical space, like for example the Getty Challenge, which we uh, have discovered or which was uh, a challenge offered to us uh, all over the world during the COVID-19 pandemic and which was in a way, an extension of the physical. People were relating, reacting to paintings, choosing their paintings, uh, imitating them, getting inspired from them. But the painting was obviously in the museum. So the experience, the museum experience was extended and digital was the tool with which this physical experience within the museum was extended uh, in every home or in, in those homes that, uh, that were, were, uh, where the people uh, and families were interested or keen to engage with this, with, with this challenge. The, the, the other possibility is when we have a balance, an equilibrium. The digital, which could stand alone, which could be an experience on its own, and the physical, which is in itself an experience on its own, and the two complement each other. This is what we call transmedia storytelling. Uh, the fact that the story can be dispersed over multiple platforms and one platform relates or complements the other. So these five possibilities are not cast in stone. They are bearings, they are uh, points of a compass that can help us understand how we can use digital within the physical museum experience. How interesting, Sandro. Does this apply to all museums anywhere? And are there bearings or guidelines to consider? This very much depends on context. I like to think of these five possible scenarios as being the ingredients, as providing us with the ingredients uh, or the possibilities of how we can create an experience. It's very much like, for example, cooking, you know, when you need to put all the ingredients in place, choose the right ingredients to create the right balance and the right equilibrium. And obviously that depends on your audience on your public is your public in its vast majority a digital native whereby your public feels conf uh, confident and very comfortable to engage with a digital content even from home 
then your digital content needs to be strong. If your public or if your context or the area where your museum is does not have full internet coverage, for example, uh, which is rare, but you do come across situations and circumstances when this uh, is a reality, then you need to balance in a, in a different way. You need much more to focus uh, or to put an accent on the, on the physical than on the, than on the digital. I think there is one very important uh, bearing or yardstick that we need to keep in mind, and that is relevance. At the end of the day, if museums want to remain relevant, they need to understand and they need to keep track of their relationship with their publics. They need to understand in detail as much as possible what their publics are after and their publics are not cast in stone. They are changing, they are evolving over time, sometimes at a faster rate, sometimes at a slower rate. So the more a museum is up to speed with who or for whom he is there, for whom the institution uh, is actually open every day, uh, then with that knowledge, the more the experience can be meaningful. And the content, the digital content that a museum might choose to include depends at the end of the day very much on this dialectic relevance. I like to think of this, uh, of the idea of relevance as being an R factor. We've talked a lot about the R factor during the COVID-19 pandemic and museums, I believe, do have an R factor. It is about relevance, resilience and also revenue, whereby revenue uh, is always uh, uh, or constantly for many museums decreasing rather than increasing. So we need to work to stay relevant. We need the resilience to change and to adapt and to stay relevant. And thanks to the relevance that we constantly aspire to, to achieve and to maintain, and the resilience that we need and we have to embrace to make it happen, then we can get the revenue and the funding to keep moving forward. Sandro, thank you very much for your input. We hope this episode has provided you with available information about the digital transformation in museums. Thanks for listening to Museums App, a podcast from the Ringheaded Project, and stay tuned for the next episode. We inherit, redefining the future of cultural heritage. For more information about the Reinherit Project, go to reinherit.eu and check our social channels. Reinherit, make it your own.